Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show, where everything goes, rather, everything goes. Uh, anyway, I'll wait for everybody to get in here. I'm a little early. I'm about a minute early again. Hey, I'm getting pretty good at just getting here about a minute early. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have an interesting show, but on perceptions and perspectives and ideas and what we're seeing, what we're not seeing, and how it all seems to appear that the life that we know it is being choreographed and designed, and it seems like, and it appears like, um, that everything about us is being utilized to create a synthetic or artificial life, not just a, um, well, artificial life, we already have that, but in a more extended way. So anyway, everyone coming to the room, welcome to the room. It's filling up pretty quick. That's pretty good. <clears throat> All righty. Um, I was watching something yesterday uh, on YouTube. Actually, I watched a bunch of things uh, because there was a young woman that came out and um, she saw something in the sky and it alarmed her. And she was seeing what appeared to be some form of um, technology flying in the air. Now, I've seen this myself. I've seen it here in Windsor, Ontario. Actually, yeah, it was in Windsor. I've seen where um, um, uh, what looked like a long rectangular-looking uh, object was airborne. And the reason why I could see it and see the its uh, its um, outer parameter is because the clouds around it, the way they surrounded it, this thing stuck out like a sore thumb. And you could see that there was a rectangle in the cloud. Uh, so um, she's seeing something like that, and what she saw was like circuitry, which may have been a hologram she was looking at or was able to see through her camera. Don't be, how would you put it? Don't be alarmed if you do see stuff like that. Uh, the first Avengers video that came out years ago, I think in 2012, if a lot of people remember it, the first scenario was the recruiting of the Avengers, and the second scenario is when they get on a, a what looked like a submarine or submersible uh, uh, boat or whatever, and it went airborne. And when it went airborne, it went into stealth mode. Now, there are airplanes out there right now that fly in stealth mode. I mean, Jay Tuck was saying that years ago, what they would do is they'd have a camera on the top of the airplane, and they would take, they would film what was on top, and it was reflected on the bottom. So what you saw was whatever they were filming. So it went into some kind of stealth mode. So this stuff has been going on for quite some time. And I think it's all part and parcel of what is going on in the world today with everybody trying to control everybody and everyone trying to, you know, insert some kind of tech into you. I was listening to that goat, the one I call a goat there, that little, that little titmouse that represents the WEF. And he's reflecting, I made a copy about the fact that, you know, uh, that people are hackable. And you have to understand, with all this technology floating in the air, all these nanites floating in the air, hackability is not 
incomprehensible anymore. You've got all these particles in you that can be read by artificial intelligence devices from all over, can be picked up by Li-Fi, Wi-Fi, you know, your cell phone, uh, interacting with your DNA. You know, they can read you. They're monitoring all these bodily functions to get a better understanding of how our biochemistry works when we have a thought. And now they're talking about reading our thoughts. Are you thinking? Are you thinking what they want you to think? Are you going along with the narrative? Are you basically, you know, kissing their ass and not believing any of their bullshit? They're, they want to know. They want to know who can be an, infiltra an infiltrator. I mean, you don't want to put somebody at the very top of a position and all of a sudden they speak against the narrative. Oh my gosh, that's a no-no. You know, so we're looking at today technology that we never thought was, was possible. That's very much here. And like I said, we, it's no longer a matter of if they have it. It's more of a matter of how far have they developed it. When we look at these articles on the internet, and some of you read in very one-dimensional thinking, you read the article and you get the impression that this technology is coming, that they're working on it. They're working on this technology. They're working on developing it. Never thinking in terms of perhaps they've already got it. Perhaps they've already had it for several decades. Perhaps what we're seeing here is basically a ruse. It's a good way. It's a good idea to extrapolate when you're reading something. What if? What if? And then go do a research on the what if part. You know what I mean? What if? What if they already had it? What if they've already used it? Who have they used it on? Who have they targeted this technology? Where are they, where are they uh, using this technology? I watched two movies yesterday. Um, one was called Titan. And the other one was called, let me see here, Looper. And it's fast. See, these kind of shows fascinate me because, um, hey, you made it. You made it. Yay. Uh, because they give us a perspective of things that we don't think about or believe that could be real. Titan was interesting because it was all about genetics. And again, we're looking at something that is what I call predictive programming. The military is developing super soldiers. When you start looking at Captain America and the Avengers and Justice League, you, you better clue in. These are not just cartoon characters or people, things that they're entertaining us with. These are these are things the military do work on and have worked on for decades. And with the understanding of genetics today and the understanding of artificial intelligence with working with them, it's not inconceivable that they already have these super soldiers running around. Like I was talking in the last show, we have saw a sample of that on the twins on the British highway. When they got hit by a car and the one got smashed by a truck, they lived, survived, uh, were incapacitated, uh, came around, and were able to do things that normally should not have been happening. You know, do you think the BPC-157 peptides help in repairing the DNA? Here's the link. Okay, well, I'll have to look it up. Um, 
I was, uh, I, you know what? There's a lot of claims about this, and I don't see how it can repair the DNA if you don't remove the operating system in the DNA. So I am very skeptical when I hear all these claims. Number one, this, this kind of information would never get out. So I have to look and see what the, the peptides they're using, what they're doing. But if the program isn't being removed, then it's not going to work. You know, this is where you have to, like I keep telling everybody, you got to start thinking in operating systems. If you're not thinking operating system, then these peptides may actually feed the program and make it worse. You know, um, alpha GPC, good or not? Well, depending on what you're doing with it. <laughs> what are you doing with it? It's a very expensive form of choline. Uh, the, one of the things that it is perpetrated to do is to uh, uh, increase the release of growth hormone. You know, uh, so uh, so I tried BPC once a few years ago for my gut, but don't remember any improvement. Okay, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It it. Um, you have to understand something. The medical field does not look at symptomology. They look at dealing with the, or sorry, they look at symptomology. They don't deal with causal. Not going to deal with the cause. You can take whatever the hell you want. All you're going to do is just put a blanket over it. That's it. So, like I said, if you're not dealing with the operating systems of the, what they inserted into people, you know, I doubt very seriously will have any effect at all. I work for the airlines. I found out today from one, our security department that Transport Canada was very adamant that the flight attendants report unruly passengers who didn't keep the mask on throughout the flight. They want all details like how many people and how many times passengers uh, had to be reminded. <laughs> well, Klaus said that they penetrated Canada. He didn't say how or what with. <laughs> I, think he got, I think he got it so deep in our, our parliament's ass that he broke it off into them. Uh, what can be used to treat fatty tumor on arm? Uh, you can use lipase enzymes. You can use uh, sunflower lecithin. Uh, take it orally and apply the enzyme on the skin, but um, mix it with something that will act as a carrier because it can burn the skin. Um, any kind of um, any kind of lipid should work. Uh, maybe not a lipid. You might want to use maybe a um, uh, a zinc cream with it, so that it will slowly break it down but if you're not if you're concerned about it just do it orally and lay off sugar uh, they say that creating a triple hel helical structure instead of a natural double uh, the DNA using the mRNA vaccine you think just removing the third no no you don't understand how DNA works Okay, once they put that third strand in there, it didn't just attach itself to the DNA. It went into the chromosomes. So you have 72,000 chromosomes from mom, 72,000 chromosomes from dad. Now you have another 72,000 chromosomes that have attached themselves to your original template. It changes you irreversibly. 
if you've had the third jab, according to their research and what they're saying, once you have had the third one, it, there's no going back. Uh, well, they are. They may be being mandated on the airlines still. Um, you got to remember, this is Canada, so they can make the rules any and change the rules anytime they like, as they see fit. So uh, I'm not sure what the flight flying part of that is. Um, and they may have changed it. I mean, now we've got a new variant going around, this new Omicron variant. So who knows if they, you know, I would just tell the gal, you know, I'm going to wipe my ass with it and flush it down the toilet. That's all I would have done. It was a, uh, what a crock of shit. Thank you for the share. Um, no longer. No, that's right. It's no longer 144,000. It's 216,000. So like I said, you know, when you read this shit that they're propagating out there, you got to see who's putting it out there. Most of these doctors and the alternatives are swearing that they're seeing results. I have to really question the results of what they're seeing and as to what they're really seeing and how much of that is just bullshit to sell stuff. Three down, 20 to go. Uh, I'm here about time. Okay. Uh, it's called Kraken Variant. Oh, yes, the Kraken Variant. A nanobot carrying a loaded fullerene complement so that it can transport itself throughout the system to engage and network. They're not going to get that out. Nothing that I know can get it out. Well, there may be a theory that can get it out, but nothing what they're nothing what they're um, uh, nothing what they're saying. So they're not going to not with just peptides. Like I said, you guys got to start smartening up here, and you got to start paying attention. These are operating systems, not just some protein. The proteins are being formed by a program. Okay, spiking, a spiking of proteins do not just happen. There has to be some sort of triggering mechanism, and that's usually tied to an operating system. And if they're not dealing with the operating system, I don't care who's selling what. If they're not dealing with the operating system or the very cause of the effect, then you got nothing. The backpedaling said it's good for recovery. Uh, and to lessen the symptoms, uh, not a vaccine. Well, that's what they're saying. Is that what they're calling the vaccines now? Is that what they're calling the bioweapons right now? That they are just something to lessen the symptoms? <laughs> what a hoot. <laughs> Here's a great video speaking on CRISPR and DNA editing. Okay. I, I thought I saw Yanni. There he is. Yeah, hey, Yanni, what's up? You made it. Okay. Is melatonin psychedelic? No. <laughs> well, unless you mix it with a psychedelic, then it could maybe um, amplify the effect. So you combine it with GHB. If it didn't put you in a coma and kill you, but yeah, it could possibly do that. <laughs> you know. Like I said, it's been one of those times we're dealing with and what they're doing now, okay, if you're looking at Sears, S-E-E-R-S, that's supposed to be coming in 2025. So how do they know this? How can they project a virus? Okay, you can't. Unless you're 
unless you're um, creating the virus. Now they may be, um, I think it's already being spread. The weather formations that I'm reading right across North America and all throughout Asia, Asia and the U.S. seems to be the biggest hard hit right now with uh, these weather wars. So I'm assuming that at this point in time, or speculating at this point in time, some people don't like the word assume, that they've already engaged the the release of this this, uh, this new bioweapon. Tony, what can my nephew use to help? He's been diagnosed with MS, muscular sclerosis. Okay, that again, just tied the myelin sheet. Uh, I'd have to look. But Ouija Moral for sure would be involved. Um, I'd have to do a little looking on that one. That one's slightly different. Um, but I had somebody that had muscular sclerosis, and they did use the Ouija Moral, and it made a big difference in their, in their ability to be mobile and functional. Um, in three months. So that was one of the things you have to you have to deal with. I'd have to do a little looking up. You may have to send me an email on that and I'll see what I can find. Um what is this? Okay. Everyone seems to be liking the show. That's good. All right, let me see. Okay, I was talking about watching two movies last night, Looper and Titan. And there was a young woman that was talking about some things that she was seeing in the sky. So what I did in the, in the links, I, I, I got the Avenger link so you can see stealth technology. Because you have to understand, these sci-fi shows are not sci-fi shows. They're putting it right in front of you, what they have, what, they, what they're playing with. You know, and Looper was an interesting perspective where the idea of the movie, if you haven't seen it, it's going to be a, a, a spoiler, I guess. Uh, you were supposed to watch the last. Well, I, I got out. Well, these other things popped up. So I started watching them because I was looking at the tech. And I was fi finding the um, the genetics in the Titan was interesting. What they did and how things could go wrong. <laughs> a lot of things could go wrong. Um uh, yeah, send me an email. I'll watch The Last of Us tonight. Uh, I'll have time today, so I'll watch it. Um, then I got looking at some other stuff about brain hacking and, and reading your mind with technology. So, uh, you know, the um, so yeah, I'll watch it tonight. But anyway, the Titan was interesting. How they conducted the experiments, how they were preparing them for Saturn, that one of the moons of Saturn. Uh, how was, what was it? I can't remember now. God, I watched the bloody thing. The um, And I found it ironic that they wanted to go to the moons of Saturn. It was a large moon uh, the size of the Earth, and it had an environment that was rich in nitrogen and other things that the Earth was completely depleted. They're already giving us a scenario that the resources on the planet are completely exhausted and we're, and we're dying and 5 billion people and blah, dee, dee, and blah, dee, dee. And then I kept thinking about Elon Musk. Mr. Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Okay, he wants to go to Mars. And then I thought, what if, what if all this bleeding off the resources of this planet by the, the WEF and the WHO and all the rest, 
what have they promised them that because the planet is dying that they're going to take them with them to Mars? What if the big the big thing, and I kept thinking about this today, I thought, like, what if the whole thing's been about them stripping this planet so that they could, so a select elite of them could take off to Mars? What if that's what this was all about? You know, what if that's what, this, why they're just, why nothing's been done, why nothing's been cured, why the environment hasn't been cleaned? We've heard all this bullshit about the environment, how bad it is, you know. Uh, the predictive programming is there, but if you look and analyze that predictive program, it's more than just them showing us what they have. It's what they're doing with it. And when you look at the theme, what has been the latest theme since this year started? And near the tail end of last year, we don't have enough resources. We've got too many people. We've got more people coming in that's exhausting the resources, blah, blah, blah. That's all we're hearing. Okay, that's all we're hearing. And so now I'm wondering, like I said, it's not because we don't have enough resources. The resources are all there. It's just they're not allowed to be utilized because the corporate uh, mindset is, again, make sure they stay in control, you know. So uh, oh, space is fake. I know that. I, I, I look at space as just the abyss, and somehow we're in a dimensional um, rift, if you will, keeping us from... Um, keeping us from um, being engulfed by it. I mean, when you look at um, the reference I was looking at today, I forget where I was reading it. Maybe it was in Jude. But it talks about, no, Revelations. No, it wasn't Revelations. What the hell was it? I was reading a, a, a scriptural passage where it, the Bible was saying that the earth, that the, that the space or the outer space was going to disappear like a vapor. It's like the like the whole everything in space was wiped out, and that the Earth would be destroyed as well. So the whole everything's going to have to be redone because of, again of what has been done so far to this planet. It's been completely screwed. Um, maybe that's a possibility, but I don't think. Like I said, if we're, if we're, if I'm reading the scriptural reference correctly. Uh, I still have it. Let me see here. Let me find it. Yeah, here, this is in Isaiah 51 6. It says, Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon earth beneath, for the heavens shall vanish away like the, like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall perish in like manner. My salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Talk about the heavens disappearing like smoke. <laughs> so maybe we should let them go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Take off. Take off with your rocket. Yeah, take off. <laughs> Oof. All gone. <laughs> Just my thinking anyway. Um, so uh, anyway, the uh, when I look at stuff like that, because when I look at the Bible, I don't read it in, in, in a form of relig religiosity. I look at it from science and current events and historical events that are repeating themselves and going back to the Bible, you can see that these things have been here before, happened before, and the outcome has always been the same, disastrous. So, um, you know, 
So I'm looking at the all aspects of this. So I'm just kind of wondering if they are, like I say, planning to strip this place down to nothing so they think they can leave and leave the rest to die because they're trying to kill everybody now. You know, so um, I had a video about Nano linking up to the sky uh, like it does now. In Bi yeah, uh, that's... Um, yeah, that's an odyssey. I saw I saw that last night too. And if you actually froze the froze the frame and took a picture of it and expanded the picture, you could see how much nano nanites are in the atmosphere. That's I mean it is we're saturated with it. It's virtually impossible for anybody not to have nanotechnology inside of them. Um, uh, Well, the heaven Zeus declares glory, and so does the firmament. But he's telling you here that he's going to wipe it out. And anything that's remaining on the planet will also perish with the planet. So it's telling us something's coming up that's going to eradicate everything that's here. I don't understand why Jehovah's Witnesses believe what they believe. When you read a passage like that, you know, there is no, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth. I believe that's for here and now while the earth is here. But that's talking about a destruction that is going to, again, take everything away. So anyhow, that, that's, again, how I'm looking at it. The, um, like I said, they are constantly hammering at us, hammering at us, this need to genetically engineer us, to wipe out our resources. Our resources are being wiped out, so we have to modify the, uh, our way of life. We have to change our way of life. <laughs> I don't see these guys with all these billions really putting their money into a situation where we they can actually fix the problems. You ever see that? They want everybody to die. Here's a bioweapon. Go take it. It'll help you. It'll protect you. You know, two-way curve. You know, people are dying left and right. Every time I turn on the, the internet, some kid has died from playing athletics. A sports guy has died. A, a, a entertainer has died. Everyone seems to be dying. <laughs> I'm like, Really? That was our that was our way to stop COVID. It would just better kill people. <laughs> Have a shot. No more COVID. <laughs> you know, the standing joke was about a year or two ago, since COVID came, STDs were all gone, cancer was all gone, respiratory issues were all gone, arthritic issues were all gone, you know. Uh, any kind of anomaly going on to the body it was all gone. Everything was cured except COVID. <laughs> COVID was here. Oh, you have COVID. You got COVID. Get a shot. Get COVID. When they can create digital money and buy all the resources and countries of the world, uh, it's not about money anymore. Well, never was about money. Money was for us. Okay, they already have the power. See, this is a thing that people don't realize. The money wasn't for them. It was for us. Um, uh, so, yeah, I just seen that now. Uh, I just got uh, the sign from Zoom. You got 30 million watts at the flick of a switch. I read it wrong. First, I thought you said something else. <laughs> at an at a F of a switch. <laughs> but anyway, at, my, my eyes are playing tricks on me. Um so, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that, too, when I get done with the show. So I got my homework assignments. But anyway, Looper was a little interesting thing. 
it was again a twist, another time traveling twist where the futuristic, the people in the future, it was like that Sisyphus movie I saw from Korea, where future events have had happened and they were able to go back into time. But time was, was considered illegal, time traveling. But anyway, those that went back into time were sent back to be executed by what they call a looper. Somebody who in the current time was basically an assassin or mercenary. And they would send people from the future to be exterminated in this time. And they paid for it. So I looked at that concept. I thought, isn't that interesting? And the best way to terminate a lineage would be to have you kill yourself. That was a very interesting uh, element. And how everything that you did, everything you've done or uh, doing now could be altered by your future self if you were able to um, allow them to live in this timeline. So there's that time function again. And again, time is not a linear concept. And again, they're showing this more and more and more. But what they're also showing here, and I was looking at and thinking about, was the tech, how far technology had advanced to be able to find the algorithm that would allow you to go in and out of time and to send you back into time. Very, a very interesting perspective, you know. The movie, when I look at these movies, I don't see them as a cool movie. I'm looking at tech. I'm looking at theme. I'm looking at why and looking at how is this done. And, you know, we we're talking about the Mandela effect a little while ago, a couple of years ago. I never bought into the Mandela effect. I thought that was all bullshit. Because what I was looking at, this was artificial intelligence overriding or overriding the current matrix program that we're in. That's what I was looking at. Now, the Mandela program, Mandela operating system may have been an AI operating system in the past, and that's maybe what they call it. And maybe they are one and the same thing. But in my, from what I'm looking at, it was all AI rewrite or overwrite. So again, a lot of things are changing and we don't really see the why to it all. We just see it going in a certain direction. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw the preview of that last night, too, the, with Ant-Man, right? I, I was looking at that, too, and I thought, isn't that interesting? We're going to be dealing in the, in the nano realm of quantum qubits. So, and it's interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, Mandela, I call it the AI effect. It's because that's what I think it really is. But AI effect, yeah, it does. We are in a simulation. We're, and there's been even thought that we may be in a chamber like a matrix, wired up, and what we're seeing is the reality that are pumping through all of us at the same time. That's another theory that I've, I've, I've had come my way as well. So we're looking at, again, changes going on in, in this operating system. You know, you can technically say that prophecy is an operating system or a program it's been inserted into this matrix to, to drive us or to um, manipulate us in the direction we need to be going. You know, this program has to, uh, um, yeah, I call it the inversion, same thing. Yeah, the upside down or the inversion, right is left, left is right. I've, I've often thought in terms of a parallel universe that something happened back uh, at the turn of the 19th century that split this universe and we're on a parallel. We are the parallel. The real 
earth is in the real sector where it's supposed to be and we're just a sort of um a break off you know so i've even thought of that too so do we remember wrong so do we remember wrong or are they actually changing because they're changing the physical reality all that bullshit about you know the certain packages and and listing jiff jiff uh peanut butter and what was the other one there's a couple of them that they had changed somebody said they even changed the bible i don't think they changed the bible what i think they did is they, they incorporated more versions of the bible to confuse the bible because if, if what jesus said heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away uh, then the, the bible should be solid but okay have you ever gone to bible gateway and you want to look up a verse or you want to check something out what's the first thing they put in there the first bible they they got on, on my network anyway excuse me is the niv the niv is the worst piece of junk out there so i have to go find the geneva bible and i crack that one open or the king james uh uh fire medic was talking to me about the ethiopian bible so i i got i downloaded the ethiopian bible but unfortunately the, the thing is written in ethiopian so i don't so i got a bible i can't read um the i don't think they're changing it i think they're just again layering it uh putting layers above it i don't think you can change the bible that's my opinion on it anyway maybe i'm wrong but the real bible i don't think you can change the, uh, god's word um, is infallible so i don't see how they can change his word i can see how they can overlay the bible with other bullshit bibles that i can see and I, I mean, I get this thing sent to me every every day, a Bible, a passage that I look at, and I'll check it out. I'll take that passage and check it out with the Geneva version, and it's not even close. I There was one verse they sent me, it was completely re reworded. I said, this doesn't sound right at all. So I, when I went to look at look it up, sure enough, they had altered it. So that I'm seeing is happening. Um, but I'm not really seeing anything else. I'm, that's what I'm seeing. A lot of versions if you're if you're getting a biblical verse sent to you um say through the internet and depending what what site you go to will determine what what uh type of bible they use uh <clears throat> or yeah what type of bible so that's what i'm seeing you know uh do you think russia or china will nu uh will nuclear radiate all the farmland and water bodies of the, of the great lakes u.s canada through nuclear strikes if it gets to that point where China and Russia are going to kill the fresh water supply, they can grab their ankles and kiss their ass goodbye because they'll be gone too. We're shipping all our fresh water from the Great Lakes to China because they don't have enough fresh water. So that to me would be just self-defeating. Self and the largest fresh water lake is in Canada, out in the western uh, provinces, and they've been shift, uh, sending water over to Asia as well. So if, you, if you're going to have a nuclear strike here, it will be retaliate, retaliated back. So I don't see who wins here. The reason why we haven't already uh, self-destructed is because of the nuclear. It's, it's, it's the gun that kills both sides. Even if you happen to win the war, even if you happen to drop all the bombs and wipe out moscow and beijing and the rest of the country you've killed yourself as well 
There is no winner there. The nuclear fallout would wipe out all life on the planet. There is no winner. It just basically it's a neutralizer from any superpower to invade another superpower. You know. Um, well, I don't know about that either. All verses are imperfect except the original Greek and Hebrew. Maybe. That may have been altered too. Uh, my wife gets a Bible verse every day to put up with. Uh, to put up with. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, uh, I remember reading about how the lion and the lamb shall lay down together. Now it's wolf and lamb. I still have a version that says lion and lamb. So I think it all depends how old your Bible is. You know, <laughs> yeah, when was it printed? I looked that up too way back when that when that gal came up with it, and I didn't see what she said. I didn't see what she saw. In fact, I was wondering if she was smoking something. Any blue state in America now is hard to deal with now. Um, so, um, uh, even Bibles I, I've had since kid now say wolf and lamb. Couldn't believe it. I don't know if it's been changed or if my memory has been altered. Um, it may have been changed. That's possible, too. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault your memory completely. Um, um, a lot of things have been changed. If you even look at, uh, if you look at a lot of the global maps, you go on uh, certain maps of the world. If you can find a map of 1945, and you look at the world then, and you look at the world today, it's different. So I think they have been slowly altering things as time has been moving forward. Uh, I think with the artificial intelligence, it has just but done it more um, uh, more secretly. We are in a simulation. That's why it looks that way. I think it looks that way because everyone's drinking too much brandy. That's my opinion. <laughs> Things get a little distorted when you drink too much. <laughs> Look what I'm reading now. <laughs> Look what I'm seeing. So, uh, <laughs> things like that happen. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I, I ranted on about the time and about uh, technology. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so see, I knew everyone would see it that way. <laughs> it's not the Mandela effect, it's not the AI, it's the brandy. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me see. There was something else I was looking at. Okay. There was the cloud thing. All right. There was a school board meeting, I think, down in the Midwest. Um, let's see here. Might have been Idaho, Idaho or Iowa. One of those states. And they, the people are there still have some common sense. Um, <laughs> they're a little pissed off about transgendering the school is in idaho it was not, it was in idaho and they were a little bit miffed about the idea that they had to that the girls and the boys were going to be um uh, ah there you go beat the lights got some movies for you guys to watch watch the labyrinth uh they were now a little bit of a, a little annoyed just a wee bit annoyed about the fact that they were changing and there was a guy that got up there and told the, the board 
that they had to abide by the the um, statutes for having these meetings, and everyone had to have a voice. And what wound up happening when they started presenting the transgender bullshit and the trans this and the trans that, did you know there's a term now called transabled? I'll talk about that in a minute. But transgender, they uh, the meeting got abruptly canceled. I think personally today in the states that are very conservative and do not want to make changes in regarding to their sexuality, they understand that anatomically men and women are different and do things a little bit differently when it comes to taking a pee, you know, unless the woman has an extension that nobody knows about. Generally speaking, there's a difference. And so they, um, uh, yeah, you'll see the, the they had some differences with the board and the board left. So we have to understand that if this is a democratic system, supposedly, and you can't have a voice in a in a uh, meeting with the educational system, what's going on with the educational system? Now, in Canada, it's pretty well screwed up here. It's a lost cause. It's a lost ball in the high weeds here. They have no, the educational system is completely corrupt to the core. And they're trying to create a problem with university students and high school students because they're using these brainwashing methods to get these kids to believe that they're not what they are. It astounds me by using this uh, sheep method or, or cow method. You know, if you've got a bridge, you want to bring a cow over the bridge or the, cow, or the herd of cows over the bridge, you got to get one to cross over. And once the rest of them see them cross over, they all... They all go, well, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. So we have a condition in our countries, in our states, in our provinces, territories, where we're seeing this going on. They're creating the anomalies that shouldn't be here. They are misleading the general population in the educational system to, again, to create a problem. And then when it's challenged, when the narrative is challenged, it's just like the vaccines. This is where things have got to change. Because as long as these things are not allowed to be challenged, they'll continue to per perpetrate their agenda. Look, we're still dicking around with a virus that doesn't exist. Now it has mutated. This is an interesting concept in my mind. I got to tell you, the, the creativity of bullshit with this is so outstanding. And what's even more outstanding is the people that are gullible enough to believe this. But you think about it. We have an evolution of a virus that was never discovered. <laughs> no, no peptide, no metabolite, nothing. No DNA, nothing. So from nothing... We evolved that supposedly came from a fish market in China and Wuhan. This Wuhan invisible pathogen that came first from fish, some kind of fish that they add. Then it came from a bat. Then it came from bat shit. Then it became lambda. Then it became mu. And then it became this and became that. Then it became COVID. Then it became, you know, it evolved. We have an evolution of nothing. 
And I have a hard time believing anything that they're saying today about these viruses. When you guys ask me these questions about what do you think about this new Omicron or what do you think about the SARS, I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, why are you asking me these questions? Why are you falling for this bullshit? If they never found the effing thing, was the very first outbreak, what makes you think this is an evolution of that? How can you evolve nothing from nothing from something from nothing? The only one I know that can create uh, nothing from uh, nothing into something is the Almighty. When you spoke the word, everything was created. So I, I unless you're God, I don't see how that's possible. You know, so far the school in our neighborhood has not verbally pu pushed that transgender crap, but they do have a rainbows all over the place. Well, that's that is again subjective thinking and psychological planting the seed planting they're getting they're getting people used to seeing shit like this so when they do bring it in there won't be as much resistance that's all psychology that shit shouldn't be there either you know none of that should be there and like i said i think the best thing anybody can do really is homeschool but it be an evolution of the effects of the bioweapon oh definitely um it would be it would be the injections that are causing this because the injections have okay if we go by the moderna research they're saying they got 10 to the 50th power of operating systems and programs in the lnp so all we need now is a frequency activation to turn that on so you can keep turning these and they all have a bluetooth technology so it isn't going to take much to activate them and the actual pandemic we're seeing today, I don't. I think I, myself, my thinking is it is the people that have been injected. They're the ones shedding, and they've been shedding. Remember when he said, "Oh, the shedding will only be about two weeks." They said it about polio as well. The polio shot is still shedding from the fifties. The body's mass producing whatever the hell they put into the person. Uh, yeah, so the infection that would be not, I don't, okay, the infecting agent wouldn't be a pathological agent. It would be a synthetic one that they created, that they've inserted into people so that people will kill people. Okay. Um, the Celeste was talking about sodium, uh, sulfur dioxide being released into the atmosphere. And that could be what's affecting our weather as well, because our temperatures here are, are cold. But the cold you're feeling when you go outside is not the cold we used to feel from natural weather patterns. It feels like you're going into a reefer unit or a, or a cooling unit in a store or in a truck. Okay, that's what it feels like. It actually feels like it has a penetrating cold. Come back inside the house, you're still freaking cold for five minutes after you come back in. Um, uh, <laughs> Someone's saying no brandy tonight, they're drinking whiskey. <laughs> That's why she's seeing things change. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how we got to start thinking. You know, we got to shift the paradigm about pathology today and, re and referencing as be remotely controlled and turned on. Then what is it? Is it a pathology or is it an experiment? And do you happen to be the one shooting the gun?
Um, yeah, the cold is not normal. You know, I I'm Mediterranean. I don't like cold anyway. I'm not a I'm I'm not for cold. I'm one of those guys who like sun, warm. You know, 85 degrees, uh, dry heat, whatever. It could be 100 degrees dry heat. That's cool too. You know, going to a lake, jumping into the water. Now I'm not sure if that's safe anymore. Who knows what what's in their, our lakes and streams now? What they've been dumping with these chemtrails into the into the fresh water supply. Uh, but this cold is is like a um, a penetrating cold. Okay, it, it feels like it actually penetrates inside of you. Um, didn't God make the rainbow after exterminated the wicked? They just came back and stole the rainbow. Well, maybe. You know, the rainbow was supposed to re represent, in Canada, used to represent multiculturalism. <laughs> now we know what it really represents. <laughs> you know, um, uh, oh boy. Yeah, lay off the whiskey. See, this is what happens when you drink Irish whiskey. Their stuff's a little stronger than what you're used to in the United States. So, you know, not so much. Or you'll, you'll have those kind of dreams. <laughs> yeah, have her watch V-Wars. Have some whiskey and watch V-Wars. That'll really put you in a nightmare. <laughs> I finished watching it last night, actually. That was another eye-opener, you know. And the other interesting thing, too, I want to present, you know, all these scientists that are really smart and come up, can figure out all kinds of neat, you know, things, you know, interdimensional travel and parallel universes and all that stuff. These guys are under 24-hour surveillance day in and day, day out. They can't even go into the toilet to take a dump without being monitored, you know. Uh, so it it it's a catch twenty two to how smart you want to be, you know, because it seems like if you're too smart, you're in a cage, and if you're dumb, you're in a cage. So you gotta find the happy medium there. <laughs> um. Um. What I do uh, when I step step out like that real quick, sometimes I walk out with a T-shirt and my jeans. I'll come back and I'll stand in front of the space heater for about five minutes and it seems to, again, kind of reboot it. But um, either that or I'm just so I'm just so dead that I just don't feel it like I used to. But yeah, it's a very penetrating cold. It um, it's not normal. Um, you know. <laughs> But no, you should watch it. It's a good, it's a good, it's a very good video about, again, genetics and what they did. And again, when you watch that, I'm going to give you the theme. So maybe a bit of a spoiler for some of you. But the theme here is this, that a airborne pathogen that was buried in the ice gets discovered in Antarctica and it, and it affects both guys, but one doesn't have a gene, so it doesn't turn something on. The other one does. So as a result, and again, this is what they're showing you uh, in fiction, is what's going on in reality. I call it jumping. They say it's con vaccine con uh, contact vaccinosis. Same shit. The idea is the host of that pathogen 
feeds on whoever drains half their, over half their blood and uses their DNA to keep perpetuating them. And then the other ones reboot and come back and do the same thing. This is how it spreads. It's the same idea. These may be vampire genes, you know, what we call zombie, zombie, um, uh, people getting zomb zombified. They may be getting actually va uh, being turned into vampires. Maybe there's something in there that maybe they've been taking a bat protein and put a bat protein in these jabs. Again, we really don't know the full extent of what they have in them. The Satanists uh, love to invert and put things upside down. They practice in half-truth. Left-hand pass, show you something on the left, and have the right hold the illusion. Yeah, that's true. Well, window film, which looks like foil from the outside, stop the frequencies. It can block them. It does have an effect. Again, it depends what comes through. Okay. It affects what comes through. Um, if you're in the 6, 6G range and you're using terrorists, it'll go right through it. You know, you, it may slow it down if, if you have, let's say you have uh, some kind of webbing mixed with it, then it would have to go through all the webbing. Um, Yeah, I did, actually. I got my bill. Um, it was about 500 bucks, which is way cheaper than my gas bill. My gas bill, I don't even have gas running. And, and I'm finding out now, too, I'm learning how to manipulate these things better. Um, you would run them like you would if you had a thermostat. So if you're in the, in the house or you're going to bed, you would turn down, okay, I've got usually uh, five heaters running. When I go to bed, I only have three, maybe four. So if you cut them down, that also reduces the amount of juice you're using, and the house stays, the house loses uh, some some degree of temperature. But let's say it gets up to 77 or up to 80. By the time I wake up, it's either, either between 70 and 74. So it doesn't lose that much. So... You can do it. You don't need natural gas. You, if you, okay. And the one and the heaters I'm using, which I find are the most efficient for this, is the Honeywell that have a fan. Uh, I don't know the model right off the bat, but that one is really cool because you, even at nighttime, when you're ready to go to bed, you can preset the temperature to whatever degree, uh, whatever temperature zone you want it to be in. And so, again, it slows down the cooling effect of the house at nighttime. Like I said, with this refrigerant that's, that's out there again, I think they're purposely putting it out there so that they're not, people's natural gas will go up higher. What they're trying to do, in my humble opinion, is they're trying to get, okay, they're trying to get people off the stoves, um, um, uh, natural gas, so they can sell it to Europe. They're going to get way more money from Europe than what we're going to get here. Um, so, oh yeah, the 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 uh, V Wars. You can also watch in that free movie link um, that I send out sometimes. So it's on there as well. Uh, and I think Be Light saying it's also at Netflix, so you can get it for free. You don't even have to pay for it. Uh, we did not fill our oil tank due to the high cost of electric was was gone up ten percent, which is cheaper to use. Your oil is cheaper to use than the electric. Wow. Uh, did ever hear of the passing of Lisa Marie? Yep. Yeah. Heard that a couple of days, uh, last week. 
uh, high. So what what if the power goes out? If the power goes up, your your furnace isn't going to work either. Your furnace runs on electricity. Power goes out, you're screwed. Everyone's screwed. What I've done is I bought this uh, compressed sawdust, and I got these burning things that you can barbecue on. I just lined them up and put them in there. And I was watching a guy yesterday taking sand, put them in a, a cast iron pot, and they got these fans that you can put into the sand. It doesn't require any electricity. The heat from the from the sand actually pushes the heat throughout the window. So if you have one of those things that has a grate, you could heat the um, you could heat the and the sand can get up to 375 degrees. So if you have it on a on a metal support, you could literally heat your house that way without power. But if the hydro goes down, your furnace runs on hydro. So if it goes down, everyone is out. So uh, I won't be the only one. I won't be the only one freezing my ass off. Just put it that way. Uh, uh, so, so what else we got here? Oil is five plus a gallon. We are using electric heat. Yeah, it's it's natural. They've been ripping me off here. They were charging me like seven hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, seven hundred bucks to heat up. 400 square foot of this house. This is a 1500 square foot house, a 700 bill for for two rooms. I said, I told him to go F off basically. So now the house in the back room of this house, the other 1100 square foot of this house, uh, when you walk to the back, you could actually see your breath. That's how cold it was in the back room. Now I've got those heaters over there and uh, the temperature back there is a, a 74 degrees. So it's very doable. You can, if you space them up correctly, um, and you, you that Honeywell is a really good one. And they got these barrel fans as well, barrel heaters. They they work really good. Um, like I said, you can set them up, put them on high. Once you get the temperature up to where you want it to be, then you put you can set it either 24 Celsius, 27 Celsius, about 80 degrees if you want, um, between 70 and 80. Um, and just let it ride. It'll, and the, the, even if it cools down, it'll only cool down to wherever that fan is blowing. So if you got a couple of them in each room, you're you're fine. You know, because I've been looking at different things in different ways just in case something, if the grid did go down. And like I said, I'm always thinking once, and I got a bunch of batteries in the back. That's why I'd hook them up in parallel and then heat up, um, heat up, create a heater that way. You know, uh, heat up a copper coil that um, uh, would get hot and, again, just put it in, um, in some kind of clay or between brick or have brick on top of it or put it in sand and let the sand get hot, get it up to a temperature that, can, like I said, exceeds 360 degrees and just let it, let it emanate. You can also use the um, pots, flower pots, candles, and, and, and Crisco. Crisco has its uses, even that shit Crisco. So basically, Crisco works better than the candles, I find. Uh, but you can put a candle in a Crisco can and put them on in a pot, a, 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 put a pot over it. And I believe those fans with the heat would also help spread the heat that way. Uh, yeah. So the um, any kind of batteries, <laughs> not just car batteries, any kind of batteries. Um, 
Generators. I would get you. I get everyone to start buying generators that you could hook up to a DC battery, so that uh, if it puts out more voltage, then the battery is putting. The battery is um, using. If you got a 12 volt battery and you got a generator that puts out 100 volts, you can charge up several batteries with that battery. Okay, it will boost them up. So that's another idea too. Um, Vaseline on cotton balls makes yeah that's a good one that'll work too you know you can even soak them in um you can even soak the cotton balls in uh turpentine or kerosene and then um dip them in wax okay now you got a slow burning fireball so what kind of oil do you recommend cooking with instead of vegetable oil? is extra virgin olive oil okay extra virgin olive oil has a limited heat range of about 30 330 degrees 330 to 350. Um, sunflower oil has a temperature of about 450 to 480. Same with grapeseed oil. Um, sometimes I mix lard with sunflower oil. Um, sometimes I use butter. Butter has a temperature of about 250 to 300 degrees. So it all depends what you're cooking. You know, if you're going to be exceeding temperatures of about 400 degrees when you're baking, or even 350. You might want to use a higher heater, higher tolerant heating oils, you know, oils that can take the heat. You know, the, um, um, hadn't thought about it before, but after watching the last of us, light bulb went off. Uh huh. What are you thinking about? More brandy? <laughs> Brandy's an igniter, <laughs> it'll ignite things, it'll keep you warm. Um, uh, no, coconut oil doesn't have the high heat. Uh, not, okay, again, it's up in the 300 range. So depending on what you're cooking and how high the heat is, you know, um, the, you can use any oil. Like you use coconut oil, you can sunflower oil, almond oil, uh, olive oil, pu uh, pumpkin seed oil, avocado oil. They all have a heat rate. Like I said, these are the oils you would use depending on what heat you're going to be using. You know. So. <laughs> well, brandy's a good investment too. Alcohol, alcohol is the thing everybody needs to learn how to make. Because alcohol is going to be the best bartering mechanism you're ever going to have. Not everyone's going to need a battery, but everyone likes to get a feel likes feeling good, especially in a depressed time. So alcohol is the key. <laughs> and then you can always add um, you can always add uh, essential oils to give them a flavor. First, they say you want like a a contru type alcohol. Then you add the essential oil, orange or uh, tangerine to it, or even um, um, there's orange and tangerine. Uh, there's another citrus orangey flavored uh, uh, essential oil that you could use to flavor these things. You know, if you want to make them uh, taste like almond, all you need is a real almond extract and just put a dropper in there, shake it up, and you got amaretto. There uh, you go. Watch the last of us, and you'll see what I mean. Ah, tobacco seeds are not a bad. No, tobacco is another one. People are always going to look for a buzz. People are going to always look for something to help sedate them during stressful times. People are always going to be looking for something for sex. That will never go away. 
things will always be looking for something that has a, uh, again, a relaxant like chocolate. Um, so you can make yourself a, a um, um, hey, what's the recipe for make to make alcohol? Well, you get yeast, ferment the yeast for about two weeks. Then you filter it and distill it. Pretty much it, you know. Talk to Sherry there. Sherry, uh, we'll show you. <laughs> I had friends of mine make my alcohol, you know, for me. And so the proof I was getting was about 130 proof for extraction. So uh, using apple uh, sugar to make brandy. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, even, even talk to Cherie there. She'll, she'll give you some pointers, you know. Like I said, it's, it's, these are things, you know, these are skills. <laughs> Learn to make wine. You know, these are very barterable. They'll be worth more than money. You know, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> My friend was making moonshine too. So, but he, it was only, it was cut to about 130. So, which is okay because I really don't drink that much anyway. I do drink when I make my extractions. You know, I'll have a, a, a gins, a Siberian ginseng or a Merrill root or whatever I make. But as far as just drinking for the sake of drinking, that's not my, I don't, not that way. I'll drink with a meal. Uh, if you give me alcohol with a meal, especially if it's like duck or something with a lot of fat in it, I'll have I'll probably have a couple shots with that. But, um, um, uh, yeah, everyone needs to learn to make these kind of things. You know, seriously, it's people will always want to get a buzz. <laughs> people, people will always want to relax. You know, um, so tobacco. People are always going to want to smoke. Marijuana, again, grow cannabis. With cannabis, you can make clothing out of that. Okay, the, the fiber of cannabis, you can actually make clothing out of. You can actually build a house with cannabis. So these things do have their uses. You know, if you understand what you can do with certain plants like cannabis, you know, we don't have bamboo here, but we do have that. Uh, you know. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> makeup is another thing. You know, if you can make a makeup, you know, Creams and and uh, emulsifiers and whatnot—they're all barterable. Uh, one because the reason why it's illegal, Evelyn, is because they would lose their ass on tax revenue. If everyone was making their own alcohol, the government couldn't rip us off the way they're doing. You know the the amount of money that they collect on taxes. I was I read about one year what they were making. It was in the billions. They could raise it in Canada. They could raise booze to a hundred bucks a bottle. People will still buy it. You know. Uh, well, who says you got to get the medical stuff? The medical stuff's garbage anyway. It doesn't have very much to it. But order some seeds. Start growing it. And then save your seeds. I heard hemp is stronger than carbon. Um, I'm not sure why that would be stronger than carbon. You have, I mean, you'd have to, I need um, data on that. Because hemp is a carbon. Apparently, lots of nano in makeup. That's what I mean. Learn how to make it without the nano. You know, you make something clean. It's it's very barterable. Um, yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> Who uses the garment shit anyway? <laughs> I got friends that grow it. I just get, you know, if I need stuff for extraction, just, you know, I, I barter for it. Um, uh, I need to find a weed street dealer. You can go online, uh, depending where you live, but out of BC, you can order seeds. And if you go to a lot of these uh, weed shops, you can order seeds as well. You know, depending what province you're in, I, th I think um, there's a limit, I think, in BC for five plants. I think Alberta's limit is three. I think in Ontario, you're allowed one or two. So, you know, I'm growing, drying, vacuum, sealing, a stash of concrete. There will be lots of bruises and broken bones. Yep. Um, there you go. So, again, these are things that will come in handy. The more skills you acquire, the more you'll, the more you'll, um, the more manageable things will be for you, and the more in demand you'll be as well. Think about that. Let me see. There was something else I was looking at here. Um, what's this one? Okay, that's the X-File. Let me see. Uh, give me a second here. I had some stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Japan. Oh, Japan. They're releasing treated water from Fukushima this year. <laughs> it's been treated. What? Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. When you look at the jet stream around Japan, it doesn't go out very far. Okay, have you ever looked, have anybody ever taken a look at the map of Japan and seen the jet stream? It doesn't, it, you know, when they said that shit came over to North America, it was impossible. The jet stream wouldn't allow it to get this far. That had, all that shit was planted. So when you look at the jet stream of Japan, it, it goes right around Japan. Uh, it hits southern Russia, uh, south uh, east Russia, and goes right along China. So again, you know, all this stuff, like I said, when, when you hear these things about stuff coming from over, over the Atlantic, I never bought into it at all, ever. I read a couple naval uh, documents showing that the uh, Fukushima water went straight down anyway because it was heavy water. Uh, what a great country. <laughs> yeah, well, Japan is the home of Korean hot spicy chicken or Korean barbecue chicken. <laughs> so if you have any problems in Japan, that's because you're not eating enough of it. <laughs> I said that to for a friend. <laughs> um yeah, they want to dump this into the ocean. You know what's funny? Everyone is worried about the ecological system of the planet, the environment. You know, we got enough plastic in the environment to build a country. You know, we have, we're, you know, we're trying to stop this and that from going into the water. We're trying to remove the carbon footprint. And yet here we are going to dump <laughs> radioactive water back into the ocean, which will stay uh cycling in and around japan and and uh and the rest so it um um 
I find that amusing, don't you? You know, you know what I find more amusing? Like I said, I grew up in Michigan, and I grew up in the Detroit area, and one of the ghettos in Detroit. And Ford has never cleaned up the Rouge River. That Rouge River, if anybody is from this area, will tell you in the summer months when you're going over I-75, stinks like hell. I mean, it's it's wicked. And they've never cleaned that. And I never understood this whole concept of cleaning the environment and not cleaning your own shit. Think about that for a minute. We had a meeting today. I think the prime minister came to this part of the world today because we are building a battery plant, a lithium battery plant here in Windsor, Ontario. Like we need a like we need a lithium battery plant in the city here. More shit to pollute the waterways and byways of the farming community here in Ontario, in Essex County. Imagine that. So a lot of these things that they're talking about, you know, in regarding to our environment. Uh, you know, <laughs> makes you wonder. General Electric never cleaned up the Hudson. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware that the Hudson... Are you talking about up in Canada? Uh, just like the Ontario down by Woodbine, the water always smells... Yeah. it. They have left that shit there since the 50s. You know, 70 years later, it's still sitting there smelling like shit. And if you go to the west end of um, near LaSalle and Amherstburg here, we used to have a chemical company called Allied Chemicals. They got shit there still sitting on the soil, on the surface, that again, you know, never cleaned up. Never cleaned up. In New York, okay. Yeah, it. Welcome to North America, where the experiment keeps on going. So, and they want to tax cow farts. Yeah, it's. Well. You gotta, you gotta tax biology, and eventually that is going to be the norm. Are you a synthetic? Are you an android? Are you a humanoid? Are you a clone? Are you a robotoid? You need to pay your taxes. <laughs> you know, you need to pay your taxes. It's inevitable. You know, totally inevitable. All right, I'm going to play what this gal was uh, talking about. Uh, I'm going to play this also the school district meeting. I'm going to let you see uh, democracy. We're going to see democracy in action. Okay, because we live in a democratic world and we are the best country in the world to live in. If you're in Canada, you're the best country in the world to live in. If you're in the United States, you're the number one country in the world. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. Senator Chris Trinkle, if you may come up, please. Please state your name, sir, and your address. Uh, before my time starts, I want to just address the rules that you guys put forward. Um, for instance, you said you can't criticize employees or anything like that. Um, the, Supreme Court, the Supreme Court ruled back in 1983 that any government public forum, which this is, this is an official forum, anybody can say whatever they want. And that includes, and they specifically said this in the case, criticizing school district employees and the board. So by telling them you can't, you're violating all these people's First Amendment rights. So I'm Chris Traco, I live at 2019 Fairview Avenue. Um, first, I want to talk about um, 
policy 2520 about the curriculum. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it's just some oversight, but in there, according to Idaho law 33-512, um, one half of the curriculum committee has to be made up by parents, not a quarter. So you guys need to go back and check that. That's Idaho law. Um, and then on top of that as well, you're striking out the part that says that you're not legally responsible for providing the materials and stuff like that. I like to point out um, also 33-512 section three, you are legally to provide materials to the school children and the school boards. So why you guys are striking that out, I don't know, but you are legally responsible for it. It's Idaho statute. Now to get on to the exciting part of 3280, I like to discuss, last time I came here as a parent, but I don't get afforded that right because people like to attack me and use my official position instead. So I'm here on my official position. You under Idaho law are required to maintain the morals and health of all the students. How can you do that when like that little girl came up here and said, and you allow a male to use a female bathroom, you're gonna put all of their moral health and safety at risk. And like I told you before, you will face litigation. You called that a threat. I'm telling you, that is what will happen. It's already happened in several states and there's already been rulings on it. So before you waste taxpayer money, before you put a kid in harm's way, you better throw this policy out and not even consider, I've got the floor. Ms. Pacino, will you please listen to me? Sir. Yeah, you claim you want people to follow the rules, but you break the rules left and right. Last month, you allowed two people All to right, speak. We will be in this meeting right now. You do not get to demand the follow the rules. Break them yourself. We will recess for 15 minutes. I'm sorry, we have asked you absolutely know the protocol. You're not following the protocol yourself. Madam Chair, I move to adjourn. Okay, I have a motion to adjourn. Do I have a second? No. 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 Your people are speaking. Okay, we have a second. Real fast, I'm going to vote section 4201. The people of the state of Idaho and creating the instruments yes, of their administration do not yield the sovereignty sir? to the agency's so-called vote. This is who you listen okay. to. Can you turn turn them off? Okay. So I would like to call. Hey, I'll vote in favor. Please say aye. Aye. Yay. Okay. All right. Meeting has been adjourned. Meeting is adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't that sound like what happened? Didn't that sound like what happened, you know, with the Corona COVID thing? <laughs> you know, um, the procedures and policies that was, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. And in Canada, it's worse. That was Idaho. Come to Canada. Welcome to Canada. Hey, hey, duh, Canada. 
Yeah, here you, you, you don't really have a voice. They'll let you do whatever, and then when they want to shut you down, they bring in the, you know, the RCMP and God knows what else. You know, or they'll shut down your bank accounts or whatever. You know, I don't remember seeing anyone putting a gun to parents' heads, forcing them to um, pander to, to commie camps. Well, that may be true, but they did put a gun to them. Okay, you may not have seen a physical gun with a bullet, but what they did is they said, well, if you don't have this, um, we'll take your job away. You can't work. If you do this, we'll shut down your bank account. You, do, you won't have access to, to the system. It was a manipulation and a deception. People fell for it. Uh, you know, but here we are today. It's only a small percentage of, of people that are in Canada. It's like about 5% that are just awake enough to do what's going, know what's going on and doing anything about it. The rest are sitting there with their finger up their ass. In the U.S., you have a lot. I mean, here you go. That's Idaho, and you have the whole community there on board. Well, it doesn't matter if they're Mormon, if they're Christian, if they're Muslim, if they're of Judaic faith. It doesn't matter. They're speaking out. They're demanding their rights to be... Um, to be uh, exercised, you know, it's the same thing. We've been we warned three years ago. All of us that were warning people about this stuff three years ago that there would be a problem with these injections. They weren't they weren't vaccines. We uh, we were saying I was saying loud and clear that this was a nano operating system and a program. I was also saying that this stuff was going to jump and spread. I also stated there was four bioweapons being um, utilized that was going to create whatever genetic, chemical, biological dynamic because of the mix mixing. Okay, I wasn't the only one saying that. There were other people saying it too. And yet, three years later, we're still dealing with stupid. You know, Well, the Revolutionary War had guns. <laughs> how many people today, how many people today, you know, are willing to lay it on the line? Think about that. If all it took, if all it took to get people to take the bioweapon inside their bodies, was to stop them from watching or going to a baseball game or a hockey game or a basketball game or a football game. It's all, that was all it took to get them to take this, this insidious program inside their bodies. What's that telling you, telling you about the, the, their, their, men, their mental faculty? If all it took was to threaten somebody's job, in order to take these bioweapons, okay, instead of everyone saying "f you," okay, we'll just we'll just walk, we'll stay home. You know, they went and took the shot. Their job meant more than their life. I have had friends of mine tell me that they had had acquaintances that had taken a jab, and four days later, four of them had died. So again, what are how many people do you think? We'll, we'll lay it on the line. In the USA, I can see it more so there. 
Canada is so apathetic, it's, it's pathetic. You know, but I can see it more there. I can see where Americans will, um, because America had to fight for its for its independence. So, and they've had civil wars and whatnot. So they're not unfamiliar with war. Matter of fact, most of the wars going on in the world today are because of the United States. And I'm not saying the people, but but the government. Look at the Ukrainian bullshit. What did I read the other day? $300 billion has been sent to Ukraine, and the U.S. has sent over like $130 or $140 billion. I mean, who, where, is he, where are they getting this money from? You know, are they shitting it out of their arse? What? I mean, where are they getting it from? You know. Well, I, you know what? I don't care about the sellouts and the zombies, quite frankly, because usually what happens when the dust settles, these are the first people that get executed. <laughs> they get theirs in the end. You know, the, uh, uh, there's going to be a revolution that's going to happen generation after the new system is impl implemented. But I don't even think a real revolution is going to happen. Well, at this point in the game, I think they're waiting for a certain generation to die off. Because once that generation dies off, I believe then they'll be able to implement whatever they want. Younger people today are so damn stupid, it's not even funny. They're going to a university to learn about their gen their their genitals are not what they think they are. You know, they're they're in a man's body. They got a sack. They got a willy, and they think they're women. Something's wrong with the educational system. You got women who got high beams and a flower, and they think they're guys. Something's wrong here. You know, and then if you say anything that 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 may be um, considered transphobic, you know, transphobic. There are things that take away fear. They move very fast, very straight, and very effective. <laughs> anyway, let me see here. There's, <laughs> let me find this other. This this one, I can find here. It is. This one made me shake my head. Hold on, I'll, I'll let you listen to it. I'll comment on it. Here we go. After transgender and transracial, we got transabled. Yeah, this one's really messed up. Physically healthy people who feel they should have been born disabled. A man in Great Britain cut off his arm because he felt like an amputee. A woman in North Carolina poured drain cleaner in her eyes because she felt blind. Transgender, transracial, transabled. Guess what's next? A grown man posting an ad on Craigslist wanting a nanny because he identifies as a baby. You can't make this stuff up. Ridiculous? Perhaps, but who's to say anymore if that's how he feels? If a man can be a woman because he feels like one, if a white person can be a black person because she feels like one, if a healthy person can mutilate herself because she feels disabled, if a grown man can be a baby because he feels infantile, where does this end? Can a child be an adult because she feels like a grown-up? Can a teenager buy alcohol because he identifies as over 21 years of age? Can a grown man attend kindergarten because he identifies as a six-year-old girl? Can a child spend the day at doggy daycare instead of school because the child feels like a canine? If not, why not? If a kid can be transgender because he feels like a girl, who are we to tell a child he must attend school or obey his parents or refuse him a beer when he orders one? You can't have it both ways. <laughs> I, You know, when I look, listen to stuff like this, um, this is stuff like this. <laughs> it makes me wonder. 
the Roman Empire fell because of a lot of, you know, stuff. Lead poisoning, you know, they become corrupt genetically. You know, they were, they had, they'd fallen apart. This is basically, <laughs> well, I, you know, <laughs> try to make a distinction here. You know, women have certain equipment, men have certain equipment, and it's just a very polite way of elaborating the equipment. <laughs> but anyhow, um, uh, this has gone to a point, if we have the situation going on, that we're now getting into the stupidity of transabled, then I'd have to, my thought here is this, how bad have they um, lobotomized people? This is a form of lobotomy, you know. I mean, we're allowing ourselves, not us, these people are allowing themselves to um, respond. So uh, in, in a mentally disabled way, they have lost our sense of reality. How does a man want a nanny because he feels like he's six years old? I mean, think about that. I, you know, I don't know about some of you, but I would not, didn't want, would not want to repeat my childhood ferocity in China. I couldn't wait to become an adult. I've never regretted that decision. You know, uh, I make my own choices and do my own thing. But, but the idea of now amputating your arm because you felt like an amputee, something is psychologically off here. And that has to be some form of mind control or programming. When we're talking and we're listening to this kind of stuff and hearing this kind of, of uh, behavior, this is why I say you got to be on your guard. When you hear a voice, a skull in your head, you better take control of that. When you're hearing, when you're, you know, getting these feelings, feelings. I love that whole idea. Get in touch with your feminine side. He was saying, I don't have one of those. <laughs> I sold it for a nickel, you know, got 10 cents for it. But anyway, <laughs> probably a transgender bought it. <laughs> but anyway, um, when we're looking at that, you know, and we're understanding this 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 insanity here. You know, we got to look at this from another angle. Like, how much, uh, how bad is the program running? Uh, so, it. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, well, I mean, some of you are old enough to realize. Remember, they're trying to get men to get in touch with their female side. No matter how hard I tried to touch it, it just wasn't there. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't given one. <laughs> I had to find an actual female to touch. That's just the way it worked, you know. But uh, it, uh, but again, that was all part of the psychology. It was all part of the psychology, again, to weaken men. Uh, so uh, <laughs> she sued me. Well, you know, I'm trying to make a point. I'm, I'm, I'm being comical about it. My point is this, this whole thing with what has gone down. And like she's reporting 
Yeah, a, a man wanting a, a nanny. I, I, I'm having a real hard time with that one. The, um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, a, a child, a, a guy being going to kindergarten and being a six-year-old girl. I, I mean, what? <laughs> what is like I said? What is going on here? Is that frequency? Uh, I, I identify as permanently offended, a real-time saver. There you go. Um, you know, what is happening here? Where people are becoming dis disassociated with reality. Where they're becoming so, so far out there. You know, what would have traumatized somebody to that degree? You know. Grown man wearing diapers. Well, hmm. well, okay, that one, there's an argument for that one. There are women that wear diapers and there are men that wear diapers. They got these things you buy over here. You, you wear them as underwear because uh, these people don't have lost control of their bladder. After years and years of having nano overload in the gallbladder and the urinary tract, they have lost control over it. So I think if they were using the spike or the bucket or the triangle or the surgeon purge, they may get that back, you know. Um, blast the pelvic area, you may knock that shit out, but anyway. Um, so I can see where that may have a benefit, but they're not wearing the diapers to act like a child, they're wearing the diapers so they don't have spoilage, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, but I get what you're saying the guys wearing a diaper, maybe crawling around on the floor, something is wrong here, you know. So, again, the whole point. The whole point here, again, when I say a small percentage, that small percentage, I think at this point, has to just start looking out and take care of each other. Are you still using the static discharge? Not as much anymore. Uh, I see, Once in a while, I'm playing with it. I'm, trying to, I'm always kicking around ideas in my head, uh, how to amplify it. No, I got the spike, and I've been using that. I've actually uh, advanced that by using two buckets and um, copper strips and a saline solution to further um, amplify the expulsion rate seems to work. I've got to do a video on it or film what I'm doing and then post it up. Um, the idea with that is you get borax and baking soda and you put them in two buckets, five-gallon buckets. You got a copper strip running on the inside of the bucket coming overlapping the, the lip of the bucket. And you connect one pad to one of the buckets and you put both feet in the bucket and then you hold it with the opposite hand and turn it on. What happens is the water gets charged and creates an ionizing effect. And what happens is it expels uh, the um, higher volume of even fiber material uh, coming through. I've, and the interesting thing too is when you see the buckets, you'll see what leg is is pushing out what. So my right leg usually pushes out these long fullerenes, and my left leg usually pushes out this uh, clustered um, nano assembly when I do it. So I noticed that it was a big, made a big difference. Now, if you touch both buckets, one bucket, you touch the pad, and you touch the other one, that one will not only spike you, it'll jolt you. And when the jolting hits, say you let, let it jolt you, say, 
nine to nine to twelve times, and then relax it. The amount the amount of dark matter that comes out from the on the bottom is is a, uh, more volume. Uh, now, if you're a woman, I would tell you to go take a pee before you do something like that because it will knock the piss out of you, literally. But it will. Um, uh, I, I don't make plans for these videos because a lot, a lot of times it's it's a time factor. So when Dave gives me a call and says, you got something up, we, we'll do one. Uh, sometimes I film these things on my own and put them up in, like I did some of the stuff in uh, BitChute. Um so I may do that with this one to show everybody. This one is strong, okay? If you get a spike and you apply it, it will, with this, this, this mixture, it does hit hard. It hits harder, actually. The spike effect is a lot more potent. So it has a tendency to break up more. Now, the other thing I have also been noticing is I've been using that peroxyacetic acid or peracetic acid before I go to bed. And I notice now that my oxygen levels are a lot higher. I'm sleeping a lot deeper. I'm oversleeping these days. Um, and what I also notice is when I, when I press stuff out of my skin, I notice that uh, everything is splattered. In other words, it, the assembly is completely coming unglued. So I'm seeing the results with the spiking and with the solution, it seems to be more effective uh, in regarding to disengagement and to uh, dispersion. So it seems to be working better. So when we do the video or when I do the video, I will explain that, explain why and why you're using this. But if those of you who are having problems or getting headaches, I'm, I'm beginning to think the headaches could also be coming from um, lack of oxygen. Okay, lack of oxygen. So... Uh, how long have you used the, I've only been using it for about a week and a half, two weeks. Uh, so, uh, and again, I do it every night. And like I said, I'll do it just before I go to bed. Um, sometimes we'll even add uh, in it uh, calcium chloride, magnesium citrate, and uh, potassium chloride. And it's already got the vinegar, it's already got the peroxide. And so what I'm noticing, like I said, when I'm laying down, usually when you lay down, you may feel your circulation in your feet slow down. What I notice is the, the um, blood vessels are more opened up. You can feel the circulation, and I stay warmer. I, I, don't, um, I don't feel the cold at night. You know, I'm, your, your body temperature seems to be more consistent. Um, so that's some of the benefits I've seen so far. Um, and I think, and my thinking is, we may have all too much carbon in our system. You know, that is not an inconception, uh, you know, misconception. Between the black carbon that we're breathing in, which is not graphene, but something else, uh, between the sugar that we're eating in our diet, the breads, the pastas, the rices, the cereals, because people don't always give those up, the... Um, the carbon in some of the uh, vegetables you're eating and the fact that our oxygen levels are down, I think the oxygen level on the plant is down about 12 or 13% and should be at 20, 21%. So with the diminishment of oxygen intake and the increase of carbon intake, I think that's a lot of the problems we're having too. And one of the things that cancer feeds on is sugar or carbon, you know, 
Um, yeah, the vinegar and the peroxide is a one-to-one -one ratio. How to use 12%. Can't remember if you already specified. Basically, break it down to 3%. So you have to dilute it um, 3 to 1 with water. So basically, you got 12% peroxide. Um, you would just have to increase the, yeah, it's a, it's a 3 to 1 ratio. So you'd have to incorporate more water to get down to 3%. Uh, your creation-named weapon of mass relaxation is amazing. Aha. Uh -huh. What's a way to heal chest pain? Well, <laughs> did somebody hit you really hard in the chest? So want to take a sledgehammer to your diaphragm? You know, define pain in the chest. Okay. So, uh, awesome things. Yeah. So basically, when you get these solutions, uh, like a 32% uh, solution, basically is one ounce, which is about three, three, um, 32%, and you dilute it with uh, 11 times to get the 3%. So same idea. You take the 12%, and again, you do, uh, again, three to one. All righty. So what's going on here? All right, everyone seems to be liking these shows. Good. Oh, there was another thing. Oh, yeah, there was another thing I wanted to... Okay, I did the disabled. Okay, I did play both of those. All right. Um, yeah, the... the um, <laughs> we're, we're in some tough, tough... tough. Oh, yeah, this is the gal that saw the stuff in the sky. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let you hear what she had to say. But like I said, if you look at the Avengers link, you may see a correlation, you know, and like I said, I have myself seen the um, seen these images, these long rectangular images in the sky as well. Uh, nothing new uh, at all on this. Uh, hold on. Here we go. Guys, I was terrified to post this, but I'm going to anyway. I took this shot this day because I noticed this big, long, black cloud in the sky. And... I played with the lighting on it because I saw a guy on TikTok playing with the lighting on things in the sky and noticed that when I did, it still stood out. And guys, brace yourself for this. First of all, I'm going to apologize for the shaking and the glare of my filming, but I don't, I'm not techie, I'm not good with the camera, but I adjusted the lighting and decided to zoom in and film and you guys this is what was inside of this dark cloud in the sky on october 31st 2022 like what what is this do you see this can you guys see this There, this is like, I was blown away, and I'm sorry, again, for the shake. I was literally shaking at what I was seeing. My eyes couldn't believe it. Look at this. Are you guys seeing this? I'm trying to get as close as possible as I can. 
You can see she's in shock. <laughs> Where'd that come from? What is that? <laughs> you know, like I said, we expect to see more anomalies, a lot more. You know, uh, why do kids develop autism? Can it be reversed? Kids develop autism because of all the shit that we're eating. We never had an autism issue 50 years ago. Not like today. What is it? Nine out of 10 kids have, have brain damage? Look at all the soy that everyone's been eating for the last 40 years, 50 years. And you ask that question, you know, why do they get develop autism? You actually know what soy does to them, especially to a male brain, causes major brain shrinkage. How much vegetable oil have you been using? That's all soy. How much soybean oil have you been using? That's all soy. How about tofu, tempeh, edamame, and all the other highly estrogenic uh, uh, soy foods out there? Then let's look at the aluminum content coming from the sky. Aluminum is very, women are very susceptible to aluminum, especially in their endocrine system. But it all affects everybody. And the older you get and the more you're saturated with this shit, the more you lose your brain and your marble. So these kids are in a, in a, uh, in a mother's womb. What does she eat? What do, most, what do most women eat? Anything they can chew into. So, yeah, it can be reversed. It takes time. It can take anywhere from one to two years. But primarily, you have to rebuild the gut, and you have to um, give them saturated fat. Um, and you have to give them specific minerals like B12, uh, again, to rebuild the neural connection between the brain. You have to give them uh, basically B-complex uh, so that the coenzymes can, again, turn the peptides to rebuild and restore the brain. Make sure they eat saturated fat. Do not give them any fish oil. They pr propagate fish oil because of the DHA in it. That's all bullshit. It always has been bullshit. The, the oils are all rancid. So if you give that to a kid, you could actually cause more damage. You know, um, you know so uh, <clears throat> uh, I thought it was a love button. Love button. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. Vaccines is another thing. How many vaccines are these kids getting? Okay, the generation I came from, we had five. One every year. One every year. Then they started combining the MMR vaccines and a bunch of other ones. Now, what is it? By the time a kid reaches high school uh, or through high school, he's got 75 vaccines. 75 vaccines. And then if they're in this COVID, corona, Wuhan assault from the United States through China. You know, you're never fully vaccinated. You always have to have upgrades. <laughs> and how many dumbasses did that? How many, how many women, when we're pregnant, went and got these damn shots? This bioweapon insertion. So, yeah, what, uh, you know, the... Um, Oh, uh, not just testicle shrinkage, even malformation of the penis. If you go on my website and you look at, uh, there's three soy links there. One's a 25-page report indicating the 
how even when you feed it to animals, it causes the animals to hyper-accelerate aging and breaking down. Uh, all animals, pretty much. Uh, there's another link there that shows that when the European women started eating that soy shit, a lot of the males, never, some of them never even developed a penis. Some had developed a penis where the hole was at the base of the penis rather than at the top. So it was not something anybody should eat. And, you know, the story about the Japanese living longer because they eat soy, that was such bullshit. That was all marketing, you know. And then the Chinese came, and, and the Japanese had a study in the 80s about how meat was toxic, and then the Chinese copied that study in, in the 2000s saying the same thing about meats. Meat doesn't cause cancer, never did. It's what they put in the meat that's causing the cancer. When I spiked my veal, or, and again, veal is just a calf that hasn't fully grown. So the contamination of that meat should be a lot lighter. But when I spiked that stuff, the shit that came out of that meat was unbelievable. So... Um, can you use six percent hydrogen peroxide for the yeah, uh, copper chloride, or do you have a have to dilute it with a uh, no six percent will work? All you're using the six percent for or the, the peroxide for is to increase the oxidation level, oxidizing effect of the of the hydrochloric acid. Yeah, six percent will work. Just make sure that when you put it in, uh, whatever acid you have going in. Make sure you have e an equal amount. Now, because it's a little bit more potent, it's going to release more chlorine gas. So make sure you uh, have a fan or you're, you're back, you back away real quick. But yeah, you can use that. Well, there's no reason why you couldn't. Or if you want, you can put half as much. You know, half as much. Um, you know, so. So I noticed on the B vitamins bottle says deionized water. Is that... No, deionized water means that they've taken the water and they filtered out the impurities. Ionic water is when they're putting in uh, metals, charged metals into the solution so that it'll suspend, but the metals they're using will be um, uh, nano, on a nanoscale. Deionizing water is basically another filtration process. Um, my pod family rocks. Uh, See, so trying to keep up with the questions here. What is the correct part per million for zinc? Well, whatever you want to make it. Whatever you want. I don't make I don't make uh, zinc colloids. I make uh, zinc chloride. I find they're just as effective, and I don't have to worry so much about the um, um, zinc. So. You got zinc strips, you can run, do it the same way. Run two power strips, positive and negative, and put them in a the solution. Uh, so, uh, oh, someone sent me a gift. Aha. Uh -huh. It should be brandy, Evelyn. Come on. I'm not a beer drinker. Beer has got estrogen in it. <laughs> this is what they give women when they're having a problem having uh, producing milk. <laughs> and it all goes to that one spot, too. <laughs> So anyway, um, I think, whoa, whoa, geez, we're almost done. I can't believe this. There's something else I want to talk about. Give me a second here. We got rid of that. Okay. All right, this is something, again, 
Keep you on your toes so that you can see what's going on. I didn't put in the link. I didn't think I needed to. I think most people in this room will understand this. Okay, I'm going to play this. So this guy is going to explain to you about the mark of the beast. Hold on a second. Give me one second. FID portal, which we're showing here today, is to show how a customer can take all the items in their shopping basket and put it into the portal and read all the items within a few seconds and do payment and leave the store without any stopping at the checkout lane. The benefit to the customer is not having to take the items out of the basket, scan them, put them back in the basket and bag them. Everything is done at one time while the items are in the cart. I really can't make this shit up, guys. The mark of the beast is here. Look at it. We believe customers can experience the benefits of a digital technology without compromising privacy. Uh-huh. Technology and privacy. Okay. Cooler screeners, screens, never seeks to identify individuals and never gathers or uses any personality identifiable, linkable information. Sure. Thereby fully preserving privacy. The customer experiences our priority. So if you're preserving privacy, why do you need to scan me up? Look at that, guys. It's blue as well. Nothing suspicious at all. Why is this a camera? We're talking about privacy. And look, guys. They also have a locking system, as you can see right there. So if you don't have whatever they want, they're not going to give you whatever you need. The mark is here, guys. Not kidding. Look at it. Wave to speak. Voice assistant coming soon. There's features here coming soon still. And there's another camera here just for kicks and microphone listening to everything you're saying. Not to mention that the shit doesn't work well. We're talking about a global energy crisis and everything. And then you're going to tell me that this is for the better. Right. The mark is here. We will have a proper tracking system. In Revelations chapter 13, verses 16. Talk about biometric uh, tracking. We're already seeing that already, but I wanted to play this to show that um, we're not only for that technology to work the way they did it, put all your stuff in the shopping basket and you walk out the door going through uh, between these two panels and it can read everything at one time. Uh, that's indicating that it's either in the packaging or in the food itself. And a lot of these, a lot of the food we're eating already has um, nano, nanotechnology which can identify where that cow has come from. Years ago, somebody told me they went into a Chinese restaurant or a Japanese restaurant in Asia, and they could they would they didn't have any receipts, nothing at the time, and all they did was wave a wand over your belly, and they knew exactly what you ate, and they charged you accordingly. Uh, so, um, how can you protect against vaccines and meat? That's going to be tricky, but I have a theory. I can say I have a theory. Uh, because, again, I haven't tried it yet. But my theory is if we run a high-powered electrostatic uh, charge through the meat, I'm talking high-end, it should disengage any biotech in there. 
whether it be genetic or otherwise. So uh, you may want to create a situation where you got two metal plates. You put your meat in between the two plates and have a charge, something that can discharge five to 10,000 volts through the two plates, thereby er eradicating and erasing any track of, of uh, biotech. That's, again, it should work. That's how they disengage genetically modified seeds, and it should work with the food you're eating. Uh, so the uh, so that's one way of possibly getting getting that out or disengaging it before you eat it. And at the same time, when you cook it, uh, or you can even you can even increase the uh, concept by soaking that in a uh, uh, acid and then adding different salts that are highly conductive like uh, borax, magnesium uh, potassium that can hold a high charge, even calcium so you'd probably just lay like you know sprinkle it on both sides smear it all over put it in a dip, uh, soak it in acid you know and then put it on the, on the platter and then run your charge through it. It should hit it like lightning so any Genetic inside of that would be completely uh, uh, destroyed. Any nanotech inside of it would be destroyed. So that's one way we can do it. You know, uh, we're going to have to start using more electrical stuff, in my in my opinion, to protect ourselves from whatever. All these people talking about eating this fruit or this herb or this and that. That may be good as far as keeping your immune system up and keeping you functioning, but when the, when you're dealing with technology. You're going to have to deal with a synthetic biology with, with other means because the synthetics are not going to, your, the natural stuff may not respond with the synthetic. You know. Um, so again, th this is something that um, everyone's going to have to start thinking. That's why I said anytime we're, we're dealing with pathologies today, you better start thinking in terms of synthetic biology. If you don't think in terms of synthetic biology, a lot of things you're taking may not do anything. In fact, the stuff, the technology that's inside your body may actually use <laughs> the stuff you're using. You know. Uh, so, like I said, you know, there there are things that you may be able to do. May be able to put, may be able to create an MRI-like device where you run. Your meat like through a conveyor and it gets hit with multiple different frequencies, high EMPs. You know, again, pounding the um, the tech, and maybe another place where it runs through and hits it with a high static charge. You know, and then you proceed to cook it. It's all going to be about disengaging and reengaging. In other words, disengaging their tech and reengaging the nutrients. Just a thought. The other idea I had is start raising your own chickens, eating your own eggs, raising your own ducks, stuff like that. All righty, I'm near the end. So I, as I always say at the end of these shows, read the Gospels, read what Jesus had to say. You know, I read something earlier. Okay, on my page tonight, there's a, there's a section from Jude. Read that. I put a comment. I put comments on that scriptural reference and see if you see what I saw. It's talking about chemtrails. It's talking about genetics. It's talking about frequency. All in this one little section. 
So again, read the Gospels, read what Jesus has to say, read the book of Revelation so you understand the interdimensional war, and read that segment in the book of Jude. Something may something may click in. You know, I see up here about, you see that about out there? All those people are about helping you. So if you need any assistance, there's the links, give them a contact, you know, and see what they can help, they can help you. If you can donate, donate to them. If you can't because of what has happened in the last three years, don't worry about it. Share the show. Share the show. All righty. We're still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So till the next segment, the next show will be Thursday, 6 o'clock Eastern, and then Saturday, 3 o'clock Eastern. So till then, to your health. Take care.